0: They have been at
1: Golgotha, now they're preparing for burial, and then they'll be waiting, as did the disciples, for the resurrection. For most people in the secular society in which we live, see the passing of their loved one as finality, or maybe they go to some romanticised, ephemeral notion of, in quote marks, heaven. For us Orthodox Christians, it is not the end of life, but rather the beginning of life with a capital L. For we preach the gospel, the good news, Christ crucified and risen. For it is through the cross joy has come to all the earth. And we can truly proclaim With great confidence and assurance, Christ is risen. This is the great message of St Paul in his preaching. The good news, the gospel, Christ crucified and risen. This is what St Paul preached as he travelled incessantly around the Roman Empire establishing a multitude of Christian communities. And this brings us today's epistle reading to the Corinthian church, where St. Paul calls on the Corinthians and all of us to be imitators of me. In other words, follow the example that I live before you. So what is it he is calling us to imitate? In 11, chapter 11, one of this epistle to the Corinthians, St. Paul gives it to us in a nutshell. Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. What does that involve to imitate Christ? In the epistle reading for today, Paul is explicit in his teaching of what that means. What St. Paul has to say to the Corinthians is just as relevant today as it was back at the time of writing. For while this letter was directed to a specific congregation in a specific Roman city, we are as much of the audience today given how we mirror many of the characteristics of that defined current, that defined current. It was considered a modern, cosmopolitan city. Its people were staunch individualists. Their behaviours reflected this individualism. Their spirituality was polytheistic. And believers accommodated the gospel in ways that made it palatable to the surrounding culture. These characteristics could also be said of us. Corinth was the New York, London and Sydney of the ancient world. St Paul admonishes the Corinthian church members to change their worldly ways. He does it with admonition and advice in fatherly love. Let us go through the reading for today and see what he has to say. Firstly, he gives us a vivid, vivid image of what it is like to be an apostle of Christ. The image he presents is one of a triumphal mark. When a Roman general won a great victory, he was allowed to parade his victorious army through the streets of the city with all the trophies he had won. He was allowed to demonstrate his triumph and achievement. The whole procession was called a triumph. But at the end, there came a little group of captives who were doomed to death. There were men who had been captured and who were being taken to the arena to fight with the beasts and so to die. And if they survived that, they were executed. To those who in their blatant pride are like the conquering general displaying the trophies of their prowess, Apostles are like the little group of captives, men doomed to die. Do we see the Christian life as flaunting our pride and our achievement like the generals in their triumphal march? Or do we see our Christian life as St Paul did, as a humble service, ready to die for Christ? St Paul then presents how he, the Apostle, lives his life in Christ. For St Paul lives the faith. It is not just words and formulae. He provides a list which which you certainly would say are not a worldly lifestyle. These being to be fools for Christ, to be weak, to be held in disrepute, to hunger and to thirst, to be ill-clad, buffeted and homeless, to work, to bless when revived, to endure when persecuted, to conciliate when slandered top it all up, to be considered by the world as the refuse of the world, the offscouring of all things. This final outcome follows, for when you do not follow the expectations and dictates and norms of the prevailing society, then you can be expected to be considered to be strange, a threat, as you do not conform. With regards foolishness, St. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 18-20, To preach the message of the cross seems like sheer nonsense to those who are on their way to destruction. But to us who are on our way to salvation, it is the mighty power of God released within us. For it is written... I will dismantle the wisdom of the wise and I will invalidate the intelligence of the scholars. So where are the wise philosophers who understand Where is the expert scholar who comprehends? And where is the skilled debater of our time who could win a debate with God? Hasn't God demonstrated that the wisdom of this world system is utter foolishness? With regards to weakness, in 2 Corinthians 12.10, St. Paul says, so I'm not defeated by my weakness, but delighted.
0: For when I feel
1: my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I am surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger, for my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. Isn't this wonderful how St. Paul turns the world's meaning on its head? He gives it new meaning. The way of Christ is not of his world. Weakness becomes strength. It becomes strength in and through Christ. That, for all of us, is an important message. Weakness becomes strength. It is in our love for Christ that weakness becomes strength. That is the message of the good news. Christ crucified and risen. Through the ignominious death on the cross, as understood from a world perspective, we can proclaim Christ is risen. For the perceived weakness of the cross has been transformed and we can declare that through the cross joy has come into the world. For Christ is risen. For all of us, we need to live our life in the knowledge of this and transform our lives. There is no better example
0: than simple <laughs>